You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello again. Welcome to the Bible Plus podcast. Today we are on Matthew 20. And we see in Matthew 20 a furtherance and a continuation of what has happened in Matthew 19. Matthew 19 begins to explain and reveal to us the reward of the kingdom. What would we receive in the kingdom age? What what should we expect at the coming of the Lord and the coming in of his kingdom on the earth? Well, we find a parable here in chapter 20, and it begins like this in verse 1. For the kingdom of the heavens is like a man who is a householder who went out early in the morning to hire workmen for his vineyard. This this parable is showing us that this man, who is the householder, which is revealing Jesus as a householder, is hiring men, is hiring um, workmen to work for his vineyard, to prune, to take care of it. And so he hires them through different times of the day. Hires them at the third hour, at the sixth hour, the ninth hour, and even the eleventh hour. And what had happened is that the householder had agreed with all the workmen, all the ones that had started to work on the vineyard, regardless of how long they had been there, that they would each receive a denarius for that day's work. So when evening fell, um, those that received their their wages first were the ones that started at the 11th hour at the end of the day and they received denarius the ninth hour came denarius for them as the sixth hour came denarius for them and those that worked at the third hour at the very earliest part of the day and working for the whole day they they expected they had thought that they would receive more more than what had been agreed upon more than what they had um expected at the beginning but what happened was that the householder came and gave them a denarius just one denarius just like every other person and so we see that those that worked at the 11th hour those that worked for a few hours of the day versus those who had worked for the during the hottest part of the day and at the third hour received the same wages now what's happening here is is jesus fair is this a parable about being fair or is this what's going on here surely we might think that those that had begun working at the third hour would receive a little bit more than those that started at the 11th hour. Now, what is Jesus trying to reveal here? Jesus is trying to reveal through this parable when he says this to disciples, and especially to Peter, that it is not about what you do. It's not about what you work. It's not about what you lose. It's all about my grace. It's all about the grace of Jesus, the grace of God. We see that in chapter 19, there was this rich man who had said he wanted to uh, enter into the kingdom of God. And Peter afterwards had said, we had left all and followed you. What will there be for us? This is what Jesus is speaking in reference to. This parable reveals to Peter, reveals to the disciples that were there with Jesus, 
that it is not about how much you have lost. It is not about how much you've suffered, how much you've given away. It's all about the matter of grace. If we begin to start counting what we had given up, maybe our education, our career, our our future, then we don't deserve this denarius that the hospital gives. What had happened at the time of salvation is not about what we did, not works of righteousness, but through faith. We receive salvation by our faith. It was a gift from God. And what's happening in chapter 20, he's trying to change the commercial concept, the commercial mind, the business-like mind of the disciples, and especially Peter, that no matter how much you work, no matter how much you give up, how much, no matter how much you leave behind, it doesn't matter to Jesus. All he wants, all he wants you to focus on is the enjoyment of his grace. If we realize that Jesus is the most supreme, attractive, the most precious thing in the universe, everything that we think we have, everything that we may give up for Jesus, for Christ, it's nothing. It really is nothing. And so Jesus is trying to reveal to the disciples, I don't care how hard you work. I don't care how hard you, uh, how much you give up. But if you enjoy my grace, if you live out my grace, if you get to enjoy this grace, this will be your reward in the kingdom. A further enjoyment, a, a bigger, more intense, a a massive more enjoyment of this Christ, of this grace in the kingdom. And this is what he's trying to reveal to Peter and disciples in chapter 20. Now it goes on and we see this part about the mother of the sons of Zebedee. Um, and he asked, she asked Jesus, Hey, can, um, can my son sit at your right hand? Can they sit on your right and your left at the kingdom, at the coming kingdom? So th they're excited about the kingdom. And so she's thinking, okay, let me, let me see if I can get first dibs on the, on the seats right next to Jesus. What does Jesus reveal here? He exposes their ambition and reveals the way to enter into the kingdom. He says, are you able to drink the cup? They say they are. Actually, he says, you shouldn't, you will indeed drink this cup. It's not, this cup reveals the cup of suffering. This cup you will drink, but it is not up to me. It is up to the Father to who I will give it to. What Jesus is revealing here is that if you want to enter into the kingdom, whoever wants to be the first among you shall be your slave. That's verse 27. And just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. What's what's being shown here, what, what Jesus is revealing here, is that the way into the kingdom, the way to enter into the kingdom, the heavens, the kingdom of God, further in, it's not our ambition, it's not our desire to reach the right hand, the left hand um, of the throne, Rather, our destiny is to be a servant, a servant to our fellow believers, our fellow brothers and sisters. That is what it means to be the first among you. Jesus did not come to 
have servants to serve him. Rather, he lowered himself. He humbled himself, even lower than the disciples, to serve them and even give his life as a ransom for many. This is a revelation to us that if we want to go into the kingdom, it is this ambition, there is no part of it in the kingdom. And what you're striving for and desiring for, honestly, is to just be a servant, serving the brothers and sisters in the church, serving your fellow believers. And this is how this chapter ends, and it's very critical. The healing of the two blind men in the last six verses. Why does Jesus reveal it here? Why does Matthew write it here? What he's showing us, this is not just a random miracle. He's showing that these disciples who were indignant concerning the two brothers that were fighting for the throne or who had asked for the throne, they were all blind. The disciples were blind. They did not know the way into the kingdom. They did not know the entrance into the kingdom. They did not know the reward of the kingdom. They were so stuck in their commercial mind and their ambitious ways. They were blind. And what Jesus is revealing to them during this miracle of the healing of two eyes, that the eyes may be open, is that if their eyes would truly be open, their spiritual eyes, the eyes of their heart, they would see the way of the kingdom is not ambition, not to reach the right hand, the left side of the, the throne, but rather it's to serve, it's to be a slave, it's to be a servant, serving your fellow brothers and sisters. And at the end of the day, when the Lord comes back, we shouldn't expect more than the others. We shouldn't expect uh, a bigger reward. We shouldn't boast in our losses, but rather we should enjoy the grace, the denarius that God, the Lord, the householder has given to us. And one of the best lines in, in this, and one of my favorite hymns says, Oh, never speak of sacrifice, a privilege untold, a privilege untold. This is our destiny. This is our Christian life. This is how we enter into the kingdom. It's not a sacrifice. It's truly a privilege untold.